0: What's going on, guys? Jordan Richards here, back for another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Now, I'm going to kind of build off of what I talked about last week. Last week was all about believing in yourself, believing in your ability first, because at the end of the day, if you want to try and accomplish anything, you're going to have to do it in some respect on your own. You're going to have your supporters. You're going to have people around you who will help you, but you have to be the person who believes in yourself first. Now, to build off of that, Now we're going to go outward a little bit and talk about the people that you involve in your endeavors. I talked about how it can be difficult for people, me included, to share with others kind of how they feel about various projects, trying to start new things, over fear of people putting them down, not believing in them, all these various things. But I think as well it's important that once you actually do decide to tell these people, making sure that they understand exactly what it is you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to do is very important. And the reason why is because... If they're going to be involved, if they're going to ingratiate themselves in what you're trying to do, there has to be some respect of a shared vision, right? Like, Not to say that they're going to be super involved in what you're doing, but they should at least see your vision the way you see it, and that's showing their true sign of support. Someone who doesn't support you isn't going to share your same vision. They may see it differently, but if they don't tell you that, if they don't at least bring that to your attention – are they really supporting you? Are they really trying to do best by you? If they think you're doing something wrong, they should be telling you that. To kind of go into this a little bit deeper, I wanted to talk about like the people you surround yourself with and not just the people you surround yourself with, but for me, the biggest thing has always been my intuition and the reason why I wanted to talk about that is because I think it's kind of an underrated part of life and I think that most people inherently are kind of afraid to lean on that. They, they take in a lot of opinions. They gather a lot of information. Uh, but very rarely will people just kind of do whatever they want, how they feel, you know, within reason, and just act strictly on their intuition. And that's something that I've learned kind of over time. Uh, when I was younger, I definitely kind of stayed away from that in all respects. I just did what, you know, I was told like a lot of people. And not to say there's anything wrong with that, but as I've gotten older, I've been learning more about myself and better understanding what I want, what makes me happy. And it's kind of forced me to reevaluate how I look at particular situations. At least for me, like the way I'm surrounding myself with people now is it's mostly on gut feeling more than anything else. Like I wouldn't say there's any particular formula that is required to get into my circle, but for whatever reason, it's just been a small circle forever like for honestly ever since I left university even before that in some respects I haven't had too many people that like really know a whole lot about me that again is another reason why this podcast kind of exists is because I'm someone who just kind of keeps things to myself there's very few people who know what it is I'm doing what's going on but that is somewhat intentional like that's me willingly not sharing with people not talking to that many people not divulging my thoughts my opinions whatever to people simply because I just don't want to and as well I don't feel like there's that many people in this world who deserve or have proven to be deserving of you know my utmost attention thoughts uh, empathy all these things and so that's another reason why I think intuition is so important like if you don't feel great about a person an individual I don't think you should feel pressured for any situation to have them around. Like some people feel like some people put themselves in bad situations and it's not that it's intentional. It's just, you may have had a bad feeling and you ignored it. You may have had some uncomfortable situations happen to you. You may be in an uncomfortable circumstance, but you kind of choose to ignore it simply because it may just be easier. It may be out of convenience. So there's a lot of reasons why we choose to act the way we do, but very rarely do we always act in the best interest of ourselves. I think it's natural instinct mainly because we know ourselves better than anyone else does. Like We should always be most in tune with ourselves more than anyone else. And so naturally, if I say to myself, okay, this person across from me, if I tell them this or if I push them away, they may they may be really hurt by that. So maybe I just, you know, slowly distance myself or I slowly choose to kind of just be nice be friendly rather than just simply getting them out of my life because I know that they don't benefit me at, at all like they may not benefit me at all but I know that they are benefited by my presence now that's where it comes this double edged sword is do you choose to willingly keep someone in your life that doesn't really have a purpose or potentially even brings you down and ignore the downside for their benefit and the reason why we may do that is because we know that we can handle it we know that we can take a few more punches, you know, a few more jabs, a little bit of an ego dip, whatever it is. But we don't know how that person's necessarily going to react to this, so we're kind of afraid. We're not sure. We don't want to disappoint the other person. There's a lot of reasons why you may fall into that trap and and become uncomfortable in a relationship or friendship, any type of relationship between two people. Could be between your parents or anything. I think that's just where for me, like, I've just been learning so much about myself and trying to think more about what it is that I care about. And that's where I've been honestly so much leaning on just like my gut feeling, my intuition about everything. And I think that as far as I've like kind of discovered so far, it's been really beneficial. And I think in a lot of ways, it led me to be more creative. It led me to be more open-minded. It led me to talk to more people. Like I wouldn't normally do something like this if I wasn't more open to criticism, open to sharing um, I like I am an open individual. But again, I've, I've mentioned on this podcast before, I kind of have to be prompted to do that. Like, I'm not just going to tell you my whole life story and just like babble on forever. But if someone was to ask me something, you know, like I, I would be open about that more about like the intuitive side is just for whatever reason for me, like I can tell right off the bat, like it doesn't take very long to have a conversation with someone to just, well, how'd you feel? Like you could have a five minute conversation with someone and then maybe your mom or dad saw you talking to that person. And you'd be like, oh, who is that? Like, I've never seen you talk to that person before. And you might, you know, tell them, oh yeah, they're, they, you know, they work here. Or they're doing this or doing that. We just had a quick conversation and, and maybe you felt good about them, but maybe you didn't. I think that intuitively we just know these things, but I think some people just kind of choose to ignore them. And there's a lot of reasons why you may feel one way or another about somebody, Um, But for me, it kind of always comes back to their intent and their intentions. Um, I'm a person who tries to always approach things with a neutral to, I guess, open intent. Like, I don't don't try to necessarily push someone any certain direction. And I try to be open about what it is that I may want or my feelings towards them or whatever the situation is. And not try and manipulate or use someone. Like, I always try to have that positive, like, Good intentions with everything that I do. I may not always say the most positive or uplifting things in the world, but usually when I do decide to throw negativity out there, it is with good intentions. It's maybe to give someone a reality check or to just bring an alternative perspective to a situation, which again, not everyone appreciates, but I'm not saying things to make you feel bad. I'm just trying to give you an alternative because some people can just be super close minded and they need to hear that alternative just to be out there in the world. Because again, sometimes you just have your blinders on and you just choose to live in your own world and that's okay. Like I'm not trying to discourage anyone from doing that, but when you're talking to someone and again, like I said, they may not tell you if you have a bad idea, I would like someone to tell me that. And so for that reason, I I try to tell people that. I try to tell them if I feel like maybe they're making a mistake or they could do something different, um, if there's something that I think that they could be benefited benefited by. So all these things kind of come into play when you talk about like trusting your instincts and the people you surround yourself with, because yes, you need to be your number one supporter. Yes, you always need to be there for yourself and you need to be there to kind of hold down your emotions because it's never going to be easy, especially if you're trying to create content, if you're trying to do something that is honestly still in a lot of ways unconventional. Like being a content creator is much more widely accepted than it has been. And every year it gets more and more accepted, but it's not conventional by any stretch. Like there's no requirements. There's no school to go to, to really become a content creator. A lot of it is just learning on the fly and practice. And that just requires a lot of discipline. So no matter what it is you want to do, like you, it will require discipline. But I think in a lot of ways, like content creation is like a whole different kind of discipline. When you talk about getting into like marketing and strategy and, and all these different things that really go into it, because it's not just simply turning on a camera, turning on a microphone, um, making a random video on your phone. Like it can be that and that can work for people. But when you start to get into a bigger scale, like all that stuff just multiplies and, and you have to be that much better at it and that more intuitive and thoughtful about everything that you do in order to succeed or at least find that sustained success that can actually last you longer than a few months, a few years, whatever, to really turn it from a initial passion or hobby into more of like a job, you know, or something that you can potentially sustain for a number of years, or at least build enough wealth to where you're not going to have to worry about money for the foreseeable future. And you can kind of do your own thing for a little while. I think all of that plays a role in your own habits, but as well in kind of just like your mental state. And I think for me, at least, when it comes to my content creation, I do a lot of it on my own. And believe me, that is 100% intentional because like I've talked about before and just having it all on your plate is a kind of a gift and a curse. As much as we want to have people support us and we want to have people who can help us with things, the truth is you can't always trust them and you don't always know their intentions, especially people you don't know that well. You got to know someone really well if you're going to let them, you know, edit your content and be confident that they're going to deliver. Because so many things go into it when you talk about not just branding and the actual content itself and trying to make it better. But then you get into things like stylistic choices and adding in certain elements where they may feel it's warranted, but you don't. And it's more of like a chemistry thing. They have to trust what you're going to do and you have to trust what they're going to do but you're again I talked about at the beginning about your visions being aligned for what it is that you want to do and kind of where it is you want to go because if that's not in line then they may miss something that you wanted or they may not see something that you wanted and vice versa they may they may add something that you didn't want or that doesn't align with your branding your vision whatever again I think it just kind of all comes back to is like why do I do things by myself and it's because I want to be self-reliant I do want to learn um, but in a lot of ways, it's just like, I'd rather it be that way because I don't want to trust someone else with like my creative process and my successes. Um, that's, that's another big aspect of content creation and just wanting to create content in general. I do create content a lot. I'm creating content right now, but that doesn't mean that it's good content. It doesn't mean that it couldn't be better. It doesn't mean that someone couldn't help me with it, but I don't really want to trust someone with that, that I don't know. It comes down to is building these relationships with people that you can trust. And for me, like I've mentioned, it all comes down to my intuitive beliefs. It all just comes down to is what do I feel about a person? I talk to lots of people, like so many people every day, it seems now. Just being on Twitter and interacting with all these people and 99% of them are friendly like 99% of them are nice come across as cool people but honestly like I don't really give a shit because I just don't believe that everyone is inherently good and it's not until like I have a real conversation with somebody that I kind of get a better feel for their values the things that they really like not just their interests or the fact that we like a couple things the same, like, it's a lot deeper than that for me, like, I'll really, like, think about someone's mentality, their psyche, um, how they go about delivering information, how they may talk to me, how they may treat me, Um, I may intentionally, you know, try to throw something at them to see how they react, um, how they process that information, if there's, you know, something that I'm trying to get out of them, is there a way I can get it out, and how do they react to that, like, As much as I want to say that, like, I believe in people, there's definitely part of me that's like consistently analyzing how people interact, how people do things, because if I don't pay attention to those things, I may miss something that I really wanted to see. Like every day I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing all these people interacting all day, every day, and I totally understand how someone could see the things that I do. And they could judge me or they could see me in a certain light. But I think that if they had a conversation with me, that would all go back, right? And it's not to say that I'm trying to judge people or I'm trying to figure out people. Because again, there's lots of people that I've talked to kind of on Twitter or kind of talked to in the real world. And then you maybe see a different side of them another day. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, like I didn't expect that from that person. And that's awesome. Like truthfully, I really enjoy that. Like I enjoy to be pleasantly surprised by somebody. And it's not to say, I mean, there's obviously the negative side where I'm pleasantly surprised that they're a dickhead, but you know, that, that happens too. But at least for me, like when I am pleasantly surprised that someone has a similar mentality to me, or I just have that vibe with someone like that to me is really, really cool. Something you just don't see coming, something you don't expect. Again, that just kind of comes down to like my own personal intuition. Like there's not a rhyme or reason for how you should act or how you should approach people or how you should talk to people, but there's definitely a wrong way and it's hard to really peg what that is, but I think part of it is just being humble and having good intentions with everything that you do and there's no reason why you should ever rub somebody the wrong way. And so that's kind of like where I wanted to go this conversation as well is if you're going to talk to people and you're going to interact with people I think you need to, at first, really understand how to read people and how to talk to people and how to learn from these digital interactions because so many interactions are digital. And so, it's very difficult to understand intent, tone, all of these things. Um, and so, it's important to kind of stay neutral and not walk any fine lines that some people tend to do just because that's their personality. But you just need to be smart about how you go about it because like for me, when I was working uh, in sales and stuff, like trying to sell kitchens to all these different kinds of people, it was really, really eye-opening for me how many different people I came across, and you know how to manage all these personalities and how do you approach people from the very beginning. Uh, and I think the biggest thing that, like, the biggest takeaway for me was always to just come from a place of good intentions, right? Like that's just kind of where I've always been, and so many people have told me that they appreciate my openness, my honesty. And I never try to, I never necessarily led them astray. Like I may have made a mistake. I may have been wrong, but I'll, I'll own up to that right away. But when I say things to them, they, they do believe that what I'm saying is true. Whether I'm telling them that they are going to get a kitchen for 30,000 ends up being 50,000, or I'm telling them that, you know, I can't do something that I maybe can do. I just, for whatever reason, everything that I say and how I go about things is always to try and not make people believe, but convince them that what I'm saying is with like genuine intent. And there's, I'm not trying to play mind games with people. Like that's something that bugs the shit out of me because there are people out there who just will try and test you and do various things to get a reaction out of you or whatever. And that's just how they are. Maybe that's how they interact with people. Maybe that's how they judge people. It's hard to say, but for me, like, especially when I'm dealing with clients specifically, like, clients are, first of all, a pain in the ass. But once you get past that, it's like they're just human beings at the end of the day. And like if you just approach them with genuine intent and you go about your business, there's no reason why you should have a bad experience or bad interactions. Now, things aren't always going to work out in your favor. They may not be a great person themselves. But for me, if I'm talking to someone that maybe I feel is like minded to me, I'm going to treat them similarly to how I would want to be treated and you know, that's a learning process in itself because maybe they don't want to be treated that way and you have to kind of learn from that and kind of change your approach, but that's just kind of where I always fall and the reason why I always fall that direction to start is because I wanted, I want to meet, talk and interact with people like me. So if I treat someone the way I want to be treated and they respond to it positively, I'm like, okay, this person is someone I can fuck with because then I know that there's that baseline that I'm looking for of connection. And that to me is kind of what makes the big difference. So when you talk about what are your intentions and kind of what are the things that matter to you, do you want to attract similar like people? Do you want to attract the opposite kind of person? Do you want to attract different kinds of people? That's kind of where you start. And then your intuition comes in where, is, okay, how do I feel about this person? How do they make me feel? Are they the kind of person that I want to hang out with? I want to have in my circle. Are these the kind of people that I want to have in my life? Now, you come across all these people all the time. But I think pretty quickly, at least for me, I could tell you whether how I feel kind of one to 10 about somebody from a five, 10 minute conversation. Now, most of them, of course, will fall in probably the four to six range, because how much can you really get from a five minute conversation? But The odd time, the odd person, you may find an eight, you may find a nine. You also may find a one or a two that that's just kind of how it's going to go. You're going to have that, you know, Gaussian distribution um, of just kind of a standard bell curve. And it's just going to get thinner and thinner as you go. But I think that it's very important that as you grow yourself and kind of build your connections, like as I'm getting older, at least it's been very easy for me to one, say no to people Two, cut people out. Three, learn from my mistakes. And four, most importantly, is just grow with people that I want in my life. And that's kind of where this is all coming from is that there's been plenty of people in my life that I knew were temporary. And I've talked about this before. Like I used to have friends that, I may have been friends with them for four or five years, but I knew that at some point they were gone. And it's just how I always was. And I knew that they weren't someone that I wanted there kind of like for life. Like I have my for life friends and then everyone else is kind of just like below that. They may come, they may go, I but I don't I don't really care if they do. I'm not really attached to them in that respect. And it's just a mentality thing for me. But, you know, every now and then you may find someone that like you really, really vibe with, you really, really like and, and you want to have kind of in your life for a long time. You know, you hang out for a little while, you develop a deeper relationship with that person. And for all you know, they could end up being someone you're friends with for life. It's kind of just how it goes sometimes. Like you're not always going to meet everyone you want to meet right away but in time you're gonna meet more and more people and I think for me it's all about understanding myself and trusting my intuition to know like who's a good person, who do I want to, you know, talk to more, who do I want to interact with? Who is it the person that I actually want to talk to? Like there's people who talk to me that, you know, I may want to talk to, may not, but there's people who, you know, I'll actually go out of my way to talk to, to see how they're doing, to check up on them, whatever. Um, there's not enough of those people in this world because I'm a lazy piece of shit, frankly. But every now and then, you know, that you you will be wondering how someone's doing and see what it is that's going on in their life because they're an important person to you. And I think as well, checking those relationships and seeing, wow, like who are the people who actually like check in and see how I'm doing? How many of those people are there? And do I reciprocate that? And do I want to reciprocate that? Because then you're analyzing not just the relationships you have with people but the pe- relationships people have with you how they treat you how you treat them and then you start analyzing whether or not these things are fair whether or not you wish you were better to them whether you wish they were better to you maybe you have conversations about that um, but all this stuff for me is all intuitive and I just kind of trust my brain to figure it out like you can let others influence you and the people you have around you but ultimately for me like The older I get, the more I just want to have like two or three or four people in my life and that's it. And it's not to say that I wouldn't appreciate having more. I mean, I would if it made sense, but I just don't think that there's that many people that I want to talk to on a regular basis or that many people that I just really have like a good connection with that for me, it makes sense. You know, like there's so many people in this world that you could talk to if you wanted to, like I used to talk to tons of people, but it just, it was hollow and, it just didn't really matter to me at the end of the day. And so intuitively I had to get rid of them and <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's people who get really upset about that kind of stuff. Um, but for me, like it just sometimes doesn't feel right. And so they got to go. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, you have got to just trust your brain, trust that what you're doing is right. I'm not saying make decisions on a whim. Definitely don't do that. But if you think about it, If you maybe weigh some pros and cons, maybe have a few outside conversations with some of your closer friends, that's it. Like It shouldn't take much more than that to really understand how you feel about a person, whether you want them in your life, and whether they're a positive impact on your life. Because ultimately, this whole thing about following your intuition is, do you trust that this person is good or that person is good? If the answer is yes, awesome. Now, could you get burned and kind of betrayed or make a mistake, absolutely. You're never going to be perfect, but I've always talked about trusting in yourself, believing in yourself. And the reason why is because if you trust other people, if you let others make decisions for you, you're going to feel a lot more regret than if you make your own mistakes. Yes, we're going to go through periods in life that are very difficult because making mistakes is part of life. But if you're making your own mistakes and you're willingly making your own mistakes you're going to be far better off in the long run because you're going to actually learn from those mistakes because you weren't influenced by outside sources. If you're influenced by outside sources, then you're not going to trust those outside sources next time. So you may still make the same mistake. That person might end up being right this time. Where if you're always making your own mistakes and you're living with the consequences, I've always believed that that's like the way to go. I don't know if it's just because I'm really stubborn or not, but I've always made my own mistakes. You know, if if I'm going to make a mistake and I'll tell someone like this may be a mistake, but I'm willing to live with it. That to me is so much more powerful than anything else. Like you can go about your business every day, not making any mistakes. But when you tell someone I'm going to do this and it, it, may be, it may be a mistake, but I've processed this information to where I'm willing to live with it and I think I'm going to be OK. Find me something more powerful than that at the end of the day. Like, you've taken all this time to weigh these pros and cons. You've taken the time to think about what could and might happen if things don't go your way. You're still not sure if what your desired outcome is even likely. Like, you're still kind of pessimistic of that outcome, but you still choose to make the mistake, anyways. And when it ends up being a mistake, you may be hurt, you may be upset. But you took so much time to process process that information beforehand that you're going to be a better person in the end and you're going to learn from that mistake. So I just want you guys to understand that for me, what's so important in this world now is just trusting your intuitions no matter what you do, whether you're creating content, whether you're just you know trying to have a stable relationship with your spouse, whether you're like out there dating, no matter what it is you're doing, I want you to trust your gut and understand that If you don't or you try to stay away from that, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to find happiness in this world because if you don't feel confident and trusting your own heart and following what makes you happy, how are you ever going to actually find true happiness? You need to trust that what you're doing is right and if you're making mistakes, take steps to learn from them. Don't just make the same mistake over and over because that's what your gut is telling you to do. Understand it's a mistake, process that and try to be better for it the next time around. So, again, trust your gut, trust your intuition. I love you all so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Real Life Podcast with your host, Jordan Richards. Please feel free to rate, review this podcast, and subscribe for future content. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.